are listening to episode 17 of the Courageous, Successful, and Happy Podcast. I'm Tracy Oswald, the High Achievers Coach. And listen, Courageous, Successful, and Happy, it's not a place to get to, you guys. It's a place to come from. I'm so happy you're with us today. I've got a great episode for you, so let's dive in. This is kind of like a part two or a companion piece to last week's episode, uh, episode 16 the four powerful questions to reframe your life. Um, This is nine thoughts to think to have a better day. You know, we're gearing up for the new year. Um, I want to set you off or give you ways that you can choose thoughts before your brain gives you thoughts that it wants you to think. I talk a lot about uh, agency and, and how we activate our own agency in the world and how we make choices and come from a place of real personal sovereignty um, and not allow life to happen to us, but really happen to life. The subject always comes up and I always get asked in the Q&A, how can I think the thoughts I need to have to actually have a good day? Because the truth is, it's so individualized and unique to every one of us. And you know, I think about you know when I get home from work, because my husband's usually home before I am, when we're in the same state, you know, I ask myself the rote question, how was your day? And he says, busy, or he says, good, or he says, stressful. The picture that I form in my mind of what his day was is, is probably drastically different than what actually happens because I'm equating stressful to what I think is stressful or good to what I think is good or, you know, what you see where I'm going, Right. So it's all so subjective. A good day is a good day just only to you. And look, we all want to have wonderful days because our minutes and our days and our weeks and months make up our lives, especially at this time of year, the holiday season, the new year, there are so many programs and blog posts and books and you know even coaches and programs and people telling you what to do or the exact, they have the exact formula of the steps that you need to take to make your day better. Some say it's meditation. Others say, I don't know, exercise or, you know, ditch social media or journal in the morning. And look, all of those are wonderful things. Some of those might even help you have a better day. But unfortunately, there's not like one pill we can all take or one action we can all do that will magically guarantee a day us filled with ease and sunshine, rainbows and unicorns. I mean, I wish there was, or maybe I don't because you know, I'm super in this introspective place right now. But when I think about all of the setbacks and all of the disappointments and all of the really big challenges I had this year, and I just got an inspiration for a podcast episode about my challenges and setbacks and disappointments um, and what I learned from them. Yes, that's what I'm going to do next. Thank you. Um, when I think about all of those, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast episode with you guys if it wasn't for all of those things. The place I come from when I when I talk to people about how to have a better day, right, or a good or a great day, is that it's by thinking thoughts that make you feel good. It's It's not harder than that. It's not anything that you have to do. It's not, you don't have to you know, fill out this form and list your actions and fill out your gratitude journal and, you know, go go on and on and there's nothing that you have to do, but think thoughts. But that can be where it gets tricky because we want to want to be in a fight with our brain all the time, 
right? Our brain wants to give us thoughts and, and then we just blindly accept them. And we abdicate our agency every time we do that, you guys. You give up choices every millisecond that you accept a thought without examining it. And look, I'm not talking about the thoughts where, you know, to brush your teeth or to, you know, to, to th those subconscious thoughts that help how to, to tie your shoelaces. I'm not talking about examining those thoughts. Or maybe sometimes I am, but not really. You understand what I'm saying. When your brain gives you a thought that, oh, you better not, I don't know, start your own podcast because no one's going to listen, or you better not ask for more money at work because you're not going to get it, or, you, or on and on and on. When you accept those thoughts that your brain gives you blindly, you abdicate your agency and you give up being a creator in the world. That You just be, become and stay a cog in the wheel. And that's not what I want for you, Right. Boy, this we got dark and we went deep right here. That was not my intention when we're trying to talk about nine thoughts to think to have a better day. But agency is really, really have, has been on my mind. And I think it's going to be a very, very big part of 2020 for me. So I thought it would be kind of cool to share with you some of my favorite thoughts that I think that I actually actively write down and practice and think so that I have a good day. And I'm not saying I... I'm not saying I think all of these thoughts every day. Sometimes it's just one thought in a day. Sometimes it's a couple. But these are themes that I notice when I look back in my planner and my journal when I'm writing things. These are things, my touchstones that I go back to that help me ground myself and feel better in that moment so that I can have a good day. So the first one is one of my favorite ones, and it's kind of, it's applicable across anything that you're trying to do or not do. And that is, I am figuring all this out. I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring it all out. Because you know what? You actually are figuring it all out, right? All the time, minute by minute, we're all just figuring it out, whether it's figuring out how to do a new program on your computer, whether it's trying to figure out social media, whether it's trying to figure out a new political landscape at work, whether it's trying to figure out your relationship with your daughter because, you know, she's a teenager and she's turned crazy or whatever it is. You're just figuring it out. It's nothing's too serious going on here. You're just figuring it out. And it just, it's like this valve that releases so much pressure, right? And I can be prone to putting a ton of pressure on myself to have it all figured out. You guys, I do not have it all figured out, not by a long shot. I have a minuscule amount figured out. But every day, I'm just figuring it out and it's perfectly fine. Number two, this is such a good one. Things are working out for me. Even when, especially when you come across a challenge or things seem to feel hard or something, you just recently experienced a big setback. I want you to think about all of the things in your life at that moment that are working out for you or things that have worked out for you in the past. So many things are currently working out for you, right? But again, like we talked about in last episode, our brain likes to remind us of all the bad things and forget all the good things. So the bad thing feels so loud and in your face right now when the truth is things are working out for me. And man, when I think that thought, I become such a powerful agent in the world. 
And when I believe things are working out for me, I mean, I mean, when I truly think it and feel it, man, it's like I have this golden pathway that just keeps unfurling right in front of some, like in front of my footsteps. So I'm like walking down this you know, yellow brick road. I don't know that's what's coming into my mind, but that's what it feels like. When I really am being this thought, things are working out for me, things just start to come out of nowhere to help me and money and clients and good answers and more things that I want. Uh, it's amazing. So that's, again, one of my top nine thoughts that I think to have a better day. Things are working out for me. Number three, no one has my unique gifts and perspective, and that's what makes me so valuable, right? We, we do so much comparing and despairing, right? We're not good enough. We're not like that person. We're not, and actually, and I'll be perfectly honest, I went through this a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't know it was like two weeks ago, the week that I didn't put out a podcast episode, you know what happened? I got into this state of, you know, listening to a bunch of other podcasts and people that are super, you know, quote unquote, successful, whatever I think my brain was making that mean. They had more listeners than me or the, you know, the thing, you know, the thing you do, like I was doing that and I, and I couldn't muster up the passion and the place to come from in order to serve you guys at a high level. I, I couldn't find it. Like, I'm just being honest. So I couldn't record. I didn't have it. I didn't have anything to give because I was not convinced my unique of my unique gifts. And I was not convinced that my perspective was needed and wanted and that, that it was valuable. Right. I was letting my, I was believing some other thoughts my brain was giving me. Now, look, I had a turnaround and I caught it and I looked at it, right. But this happens to all of us. You are whole, you are valuable and you are enough. And that's what makes you incredible is the, the, the blend of all of your knowledge and love and idiosyncrasies and your passions and the weird things that you love. And that's what makes you, you and the world wants you. And that's your value. It's your uniqueness. It's not your sameness. My God, I was talking to a client three weeks ago and she was going through this in, in, in a different version. She was uh, launching a business. She you know, was looking at all of the other online entrepreneurs and they're like how they branded themselves and trying to, and she comes from this like really different place, like so, so different. Um, and that's what makes her and her and what she's offering in this world so valuable. But she was trying to like talk about herself, like the, all these other people were talking about themselves. And no wonder she was like, blend, she was blending in. Like that's what she wanted to do. And all she was doing, she wasn't standing out. But that's not what her value is. It's not, it's not being like everyone else. And that's where your value isn't either, nor mine. No one has my unique gifts and perspective. And that's what makes me so valuable. Number four. And anyone who is in sales will recognize the need for this thought is someone wants what I have to offer today. A hundred people want what I have to offer today. This comes up for, you know, if you're in sales in your corporate role, or you're an entrepreneur or, um, or you're a creative that's selling a product or a service, you get to this point where you're like, nobody wants what I have. It just doesn't matter. I just should just stay in bed, right? Because 
being told no over and over and over can wear on you, right? Or hearing crickets after you put out your offer can wear on you. And when you believe that no one wants what you have to offer, guess what? Guess what happens? No one wants what you have to offer. When you actually think the thought and believe it in every fiber of your being that someone wants what I have to offer today, guess what? Someone wants what you have to offer today. That's just the way it works. Absolute. It's absolute. Law of attraction is absolute. So powerful, powerful thought for, for I mean, for anyone, but particularly if you are in um, a line of work where you have to sell your products or, or services. Number five, when I show up authentically every single day, I am helping so many people and I am helping people that I will never know. That is powerful. Look, a lot of the ways that we reach people now are virtual, right? The way I'm reaching you, I don't, I don't look, what's amazing is I've proven this to myself over and over by people reaching out to me, posting on Instagram or LinkedIn or reaching out to me personally about a podcast episode or about a LinkedIn post that I did that I, you know, I, they say something like, oh, you know, I follow you on LinkedIn or I listen to your podcast and thank you so much. And like, I, this, I don't know that like this person has never interacted with any one of my posts, didn't, has never left me a re review. And if they didn't tell me, I wouldn't know. And when I think about how many other people I'm helping that just don't reach out, like the, that's a small percentage of people that are going to reach out and tell me that if they're not, if they don't, you know, interact with my posts or podcasts or videos. So you are helping people. When you show up as you authentically every day and be consistent, you are helping people that you will never know about. And there is such power in that for me. I love that thought for myself. And I love that thought for people. Like we're connecting through space and time on airwaves or on video waves. And there's value being exchanged. And I am getting value out of that just knowing that I am helping someone, even though I'll never know about it. It's a really powerful thought. It, it's You have to kind of wrap your head around it, right? It's a deep thought. But when I think that, when I think this thought, I can create content that is 10 times better than when I don't think this thought. So when I'm sitting down to block out and create my content, this is a thought that I will get myself in the mind frame of, or if I find myself in the mind frame of this thought spontaneously, I will hurry up and create some content because I am in the zone, right? You content creators know what I'm talking about. Number six, the universe is rooting for me. It wants me to succeed. This is, gosh, I wish we could all believe this about ourselves all the time because it's true. The universe is rooting for you. Like the world wants you to succeed. Like it's like setting up pathways and connections and people for you to, you know, get with and laying out things for you. If you, if you would just believe it, and if you would, if you could believe it, all of those pathways and interconnectedness would show up. And sometimes I don't believe, sometimes I think, obviously the world does not want me to succeed, right? Well, you, you know, when you get in a mood, right? I'm not, I'm not always in this, you know, awesome mood. Yes. Have I worked really hard the last 10 years? 
really curating my thoughts and beliefs and feelings? Absolutely. Yes. I think I'm really good at it, but I'm human too. Sometimes I think everything sucks and there's no point. (laughs) It's just what happens and that's okay. I learned from that. But the truth is the universe is rooting for me because yes, it wants me to succeed and it's rooting for you too. So adopt this thought. It's a powerful one. Seven. Oh my gosh, this is so good. It's totally okay not to have all the answers today. And I mean so many things by this, you guys. If someone asks you a question, you don't have the answer. Totally fine. If you think a thought and you don't have the answer, all good. If there's a place you want to get to in your work or your business and you don't know how to do it today, that's, that's fine. It's all good. Like you don't have to have all the answers every day. It's totally fine. You're going to get them. You got to trust that. But today, you don't have to have them. Nothing's going to happen. The world's not going to collapse. You don't need like a metaphysical Google to give you the answers. It's fine not to have them. Just rest, honey. It's okay. You'll get the answer. I promise. The pressure that this takes off me when I choose to activate this thought is just incredible. Because again, like you, I'm a recovering high achiever and I put intense pressure on myself to have all the answers to all of the things all the time for all the people. And it's just not possible. So lighten up. (laughs) Just lighten up. It's okay. You don't have the answer to that. You have a burning question. You don't have the answer. Totally okay. Totally fine. Eight. Success does not have to feel hard. And God, if there is any damn thought that I wish you guys could imprint on your foreheads or inside your brain or your heart, it's this one. Because we have been taught all our lives and uh, all through humankind, you know, that there's this belief that you got to work hard. It's not worth it if you don't work hard. Perseverance, blood, sweat, and tears. We've been told all our lives that if, unless we sacrifice like everything and we work really hard, we can't deem ourselves a success, right? That it has to actually feel hard or difficult in order to happen or in order to mean anything. Because if it comes easy to you, then obviously it's not worth it. And I am here to tell you, damn it, it's simply not true. Success does not have to feel hard. Absolutely not. The people, you know, the general masses out there somehow need to believe that it has to feel hard because they're stuck in that. And I'll go back to, I think it was episode 15, you know, the do, be, have, right? They're stuck in the doing. I have to do all of these things to be what I need to be to have what I want to have. Nope. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. You don't have to. Right. And we've talked about the high achievers threshold. You can't get there from here. You cannot get to success, to alignment, to all of the money that you want, to the nice clothes, the great job. You can't get there from working hard for working hard's sake. You have to activate your agency. You have to get into a place of allowing and alignment. It does not have to feel hard. And that leads into number nine. This is my favorite one and one I have to remind myself the most. When I have fun, things become easier. And I love this thought. This is so, and it's so true. And you know, it's true because when you're in a state of having fun and you're riding that 
you know, hormone and dopamine and that, you know, all of those neurotransmitters are activating and firing because you're having this great time and you ride that wave, don't you get really good ideas about things, right? When you're in that state of ease and fun, all of a sudden you might get an idea, oh, wow, I can, remember that problem I was thinking about self? Like, here's this clear answer. It's because you're not putting the pressure on yourself. You're allowing yourself to be in joy, which is, which is the human condition. And we, all we do is we, um, every day we find ways to get ourselves out of joy. And then, and then we want to know what's wrong. The human condition is just to have fun and feel joy. That's really all we're here for. And once you acknowledge that and allow it and get yourself into alignment around it, you can create things so much faster. Things become easier. Success is not hard. And you're already being what you want to create. You're being in joy. You're being in fun, which is why we do anything in the first place, right? We want to be happy and have fun and be in joy and do all the things we want to do. So guys, here's a clue. Start there. <laughs> Start with fun. Start with joy. Start with happiness, right? The very the very essence of this podcast, Courageous, Successful, and Happy, those are not places to get to. Those are places to come from. When you come from a place of courage, when you come from a place of being successful, when you come from a place of happiness, right? It, it, make, it just puts everything on turbocharge. And that's what I want for your life. I want it on joyful turbocharge. So you guys, again, your brain work is to decide for yourself. I mean, you could totally steal one or all of my thoughts. That's lovely. Go for it. Have had it. Or your brain work might be to decide and play with what thoughts, what nine thoughts do I want to create for myself in 2020, or at least in Q Q1 of 2020, that I can think to have a better day. That is your brain work, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, please, if you have not already, and a lot of you haven't, I know there's so many listeners that have not rated or reviewed because I know it takes time. It's a pain in the ass. iTunes does not make it easy. You have to scroll all the way like down the episode, like come out of this episode, go to the actual podcast, keep scrolling and scrolling, and then it'll give you a place to um, just hit five stars if that's what you're feeling and to, to leave a couple sentences review or just the five stars is fine too. Um, but a review, um, I read everyone and, and they're really meaningful and they help me create content that serves you better. So I love you guys. Do your brain work, figure out your thoughts, your nine thoughts for you to think to have a better day. Talk to you soon.